Another episode of the Climbing Henge Podcast. Perseverance in achieving long-term goals. That's going to be the topic of this podcast. One of the things that happens when you are trying to repair a marriage, come back from a separation, come back from a relationship that has been severed, and you're trying to reunite with a loved one, whether it's your girlfriend, your wife, uh, or another type of partner, the process of reuniting can often be a long one. And there's many reasons why. Your partner is likely to have great fears about getting back together with you, so they're gonna be very apprehensive. Your partner might have great anger with, with you, or they might have felt betrayed by you. And so part of the process of getting back together with them is going through a cycle so that they can see that you are remorseful and you are acknowledging what you've done to them so that they can forgive you. But that can be a time-consuming process. If you're in a long-term relationship or a marriage that you've been together many, many years together and there has been pain and hurt inflicted over that time, the process of forgiveness and reuniting can take months, many months, and perhaps even a year or two. And so when you are on that type of a, of a path to reuniting with a loved one, it can be very trying and it can be very draining physically and emotionally. What we need to do is understand how to deal with the achievement of a long-term goal. In this case, it's sometimes it's a goal that takes many, many months, four months, five months, six months, 12 months. I've seen people um, take two to three years to repair a relationship and they were able to persevere and do it and they were able to be successful. What we want to do on this episode of the podcast is go through and explain different techniques to keep your motivation going as you're completing this long-term, this possibly long-term goal and objective. All right, so what we're going to talk about is we're going to break this down into a few ways. We're first going to talk about... Um, goal commitment and the factors that impact and how you can increase your goal commitment to achieving the goal that you have to reunite with a loved one, whether it's your wife or your girlfriend. So we're going to talk about techniques and methods you can use to increase your goal commitment. Then we're going to talk about how to um, read signs, signs of success as you're going through this process. Many, many times there are signs and there are behavioral changes and you're not going to understand fully what they mean. And so you need to have an inquisitive mind, you need to be observing behaviors, and then you need to be asking what those behaviors mean. So we're going to talk about how to do that. And then finally, we're going to talk about the right type of mental mindset and exercises you can do to strengthen yourself emotionally so that you are very strong emotionally 
and that you can weather and withstand these long-term storms that you're setting. And when it comes to goal commitment, you want to have a high level of commitment to your goal. And in this case, the topic is you know, reuniting with a loved one, your wife, your ex-girlfriend, whoever it may be. And so you want to have um, two kind of core things. In order to increase your goal commitment, the two most important factors are the importance of the goal and your own self-efficacy. And your self-efficacy means your believability in achieving that goal. And if the goal is important, and if you believe you can achieve it, it's going to make it much more likely that you're going to have got high goal commitment. If you have high goal commitment, it's much more likely you will stand steadfast to achieve the goal. All right, so first, let's just talk about the importance of the goal. If you've been in a long-term relationship and this is somebody you care for and hopefully you love and you want to show them and demonstrate loving feelings for them, you want to make them feel safe and trusting in you and attracted to you and whatnot. If you have a long-term relationship and perhaps you have a marriage and kids together, obviously, you know, reuniting with that loved one is a very important thing. And you want to think through what it means to you and how important it is to you. You have kids together, you've had a life together, you might have made some mistakes. This is an opportunity for you to atone for your mistakes, for you to gain a sense of redemption for yourself. And that's a great thing. That's a worthy goal. As you're going through this, not only are you reuniting with your loved one, you're going through a process that will make you a much better person, a stronger person, somebody who will become a free and loving individual. And that is amazing and wonderful, and that is an important goal in and of itself. So you're gonna achieve two things by going through this process. You are going to hopefully raise, you will become a much more complete individual. So the importance of this goal and, and that you're pursuing is worthy and important. Secondly, you want to have high self-efficacy and that has to do with the, the believability that you can achieve the goal. So let's just talk about different techniques that you can use to increase your self-efficacy. So number one, um, you want to have the proper knowledge and skills about how to achieve the goal because if you don't know how to do it um, your sense of belief in achieving it and doing it is going to be much lower and so you got to think what are the can use to help dig into it and, and learn it and immerse at a deeper level it's a tool set it's part of your tool sets that you can gain greater knowledge and skills in terms of masculine and feminine behaviors and relationships secondly we have a series of books Climbing Henge book, we have Stealing Metis book, we have pamphlets, you can be reading these booklets, asking questions, um, posing answers and, and, and challenges. So you're reading, you're listening to podcasts. We also have coaching and, men, and, and mentoring. And so if you want to uh, have coaching services from Climbing Henge, we offer that. Very difficult situations and overcome tremendous odds to reunite with their loved ones. So we have case studies that you can read and see how other people have done it. Also, you can ask us, 
Give me some examples of success stories out there where people have had similar situations or long-term situations and as we share them and tell you how they did it, you can see and you can model similar behaviors that those people did. If other people have achieved great goals and have come from very disastrous situations, then you can do it too, that you can achieve the goal. Knowledge and skills through podcasts, books, coaching and mentoring, case studies that you can read, examples of other people's success, motivating, right? Because it's such a long way off to achieve the success. So what you want to do is construct proximal goals that help us to see that goals as you're building upon them and gaining success lead you to have greater confidence of achieving the longer term goals. So we can build different short-term goals. These can be do, happen to do with your behaviors, things that you are, are doing every day. So for example, I want to become a better person. I need to be exercising more self-restraint, more emotional self-control. So every day what I'm going to do is I'm gonna do some deep breathing exercises for five minutes. I'm going to do meditation for 20 minutes. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to do a nature walk. I start to do those, every, those activities every day. Behavior, I'm gonna make a goal. In the first two weeks, I'm not gonna exercise any controlling behavior. After two weeks go by and I achieve that, that's a victory, right? And then I wanna keep continuing that, and measuring that, and marking down my successes. Another thing we wanna look at is signs of success and behavioral indicators. What you want to do is be observing any changes in behavior of your partner. And then if you're working with Climbing Henge, you want to be posing what those, what those behavioral changes are and observing and letting us know. And what we can then tell you is what it means. Because um, generally speaking, we're going to know what it means. So I'll give you an example. Um, somebody who was making great success um, and, and they're reuniting with their wife and the, this person took 12 months to reunite with their wife. I got to hand that person credit. It was very difficult. The wife was in another state for a period of time, but they're look, you're making success here. Your things were getting better. She has, um, she's worried. She has fears of divorce and guess what happened? She never mentioned divorce again. Things continued to get better and eventually they reunited. And that took about 12 months in total. That guy demonstrated great perseverance, great strength. And I gotta tell you, very proud of his accomplishment and, and what he did. So remember, observe changes in behavior. Also be aware that if a female is feeling vulnerable and pulls away and, or does something like that woman did where she said she wanted a divorce after things were getting better, usually it's an indication of their fears and vulnerabilities. And as long as you handle it in the correct ways, it will then launch you further forward in terms of making progress. Other signs of, that you want to be looking for are frustrations and storms that arise. Many times, if a female has decided to end a relationship 
And then if the man starts to improve and get better, it makes it more difficult for the woman to leave so she can get frustrated by that because it's pulling at her and making it harder. So she might get frustrated and provoke you. And if you absorb the provocation, guess what? That helps your cause because again, it shows greater positive changes that you've made. If you get upset and you react to it, it gives her ammunition to continue on with her, the path that she's been going to separation or divorce. So signs of success and behavioral changes, you really have to have a keen and, and experienced eye to understand what little behavioral changes mean. Any behavior change, uh, you should always note and ask questions about it. What does this mean? Um, and if you understand those, many times those can be successes that you're really not understanding. Any softening in your partner is usually a sign that things are going in a positive manner. If your partner talks to you a little bit more, if they text you a little bit more, if they're a little bit less angry, those are all signs of success. You should be marking those down and saying, look, this is a sign of success. I need to celebrate, but then I need to get ready and prepare for more. So observations and noting behavioral changes is a key factor in keeping yourself motivated and persevering uh, forward. One other thing you wanna think about is changing your mindset. You wanna get to a certain mindset. When your back's against the wall, and uh, your wife is, is really bent on divorce or separation, every day you survive and, and get through it with proper behaviors is a success. And you should think about it just like that. Every day you survive when your back's against the wall is a success. And what you wanna do is string back-to-back -back days back over and over and over a week to a month to two months. And if you are making positive changes and withstanding your partner's storms, you should feel great about that. Anytime you're, you're, your back's against the wall and you're surviving is a success. So that's another way you have to just kind of flip it and think about it a little bit differently, right? One thing, um, the Spartan boys in the Agoge, which was the Spartan Academy, they used to have competitions. Um, their Spartans were pretty extreme, but their competitions were such. Each of the younger boys would take their hands and wrap themselves around a pole. And older students in the Agoge or the Academy would lash them with, a, with lashing, you know, some kind of a small whip. And the student that could hold on to the poles longest would win. And that was every Spartan boy's dream was to win that contest. Now, we're not asking you to do the same thing here in terms of being lashed, but it's a similar mentality. You should take great pride in your ability to resist and to stand strong. All right, um, so you wanna use those mental tricks to kind of turn things around and look at yourself as a survivor. You are strong. All right, finally, uh, ways to increase your mental strength and your emotional strength 
you want to do daily mental exercises every day deep breathing techniques um, where you do a sequence of breathe in through your nose for five seconds hold it in for five seconds out deep through your mouth for five seconds do a sequence of deep breathing exercises it helps to slow your body down give you greater sense of control and it helps to rewire certain parts of your brain if you do these exercises over and over it's going to make you much stronger and much resistant much greater resistance to pain thresholds um, meditation do that as well each day that helps to slow things down builds more gray matter as you're building more gray matter in the in the brain through deep breathing and meditation you will be more resistant to pain um, Buddhist monks and Zen masters have up to 60% more gray matter in their brain and gray matter is responsible for a greater sense of emotional control less impulsivity and greater resistance to pain so if you're doing these exercises day after day year after year you can develop a much greater resistance to hurt and pain and you can endure longer other exercises you can do are, are, of course, physical exercises, running, nature walks, things like that. Every day, you should be doing a set of, of mental and physical exercises to keep yourself fresh, healthy, and vibrant. And it will make you a much stronger person and able to achieve and persevere so you can maintain and accomplish your goals. All right, so that's going to be the podcast here today. Let's just go through it one more time. First of all, we want to have goal commitment. The higher our goal commitment, the greater chance that we'll achieve our goals. We get goal commitment from talking about and articulating the importance of our goals, whatever that may be, reuniting with my wife, reuniting with my loved one, whatever the goal is. I get greater uh, commitment by having higher self-efficacy, which means my ability that I think I can achieve the goal. We talked about how to do that by increasing your skills and knowledge and your wisdom, by understanding how other people have done it, knowing and seeing how other people have done it through case studies, examples, success stories helps you to understand it better. We talked about creating proximal or short-term goals in your daily, weekly, and monthly um, activities because achieving those goals gives you greater confidence and success in achieving the long-term goal. We then talked about how to create a strong mindset, like a Spartan. I will survive, nothing will defeat me. The more I can take, the stronger I am. And that's a good mentality to have. And we talked about daily exercises that you can mentally get stronger. Deep breathing, meditation, um, mental rehearsals, visualization, nature walks, exercise. All these things help to strengthen our, mind, our brains and give us greater control and greater resistance to pain. All right, so these are all the techniques you can use. There's more, but these are all essential techniques that you can do so you can persevere to achieve your goals, your worthy goals, your goals for atonement, redemption, and to make you a better person and human being. Thank you once again for listening to another episode of the Climbing Henge Podcast.